everybody. Good morning. Happy hump day to everybody. Uh, this is our 8 a.m. devotional. And uh, my name is Tim. And that's Jane right there. Just out of camera shot on purpose. Uh, not because of me, because of her. Uh, every day, Jane, you got to tell them that you're there. Good morning. There, see, she's there. And did I force you to be off camera? Yeah, she said, uh huh. <laughs> okay, here we go. We're gonna... no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, just kidding. Uh, great to be with you all this morning. Um, yeah, lo lots of things going on. Uh, just real quick, we're going to be in James chapter 5 again today. James chapter 5, and then we're going to go to Matthew chapter 5. So James chapter 5 for the bulk of it, and then uh, Matthew chapter 5 for just a cross-reference today, but beginning in James chapter 5. This is devotional number six in our countdown to one. And when we get to one, then we're going to change the schedule. It may be uh, twice a week. It may be once a week. We're just going to get a feel for it. It, it all, as I have kept saying, have, have continued to say, it, it all depends on what's happening in this pandemic. And hopefully, hopefully the pandemic will be completely gone in six days and there will be a vaccine and people can get back to work and and begin to meet together in full force back in church buildings across the United States. But you know what? Maybe not. Maybe not. So uh, I do know this, that things are going to look different for a while at least. And uh, that's why we need to have perseverance. Perseverance. And I don't, I don't mean to ruin the end of the story for you today if you're wondering what's going to happen with this whole thing. But I already know what's going to happen. I know what's going to happen. Um, here's what's going to happen. We're going to make it. We're going to make it. And I'm not sure when we're going to make it through this. I'm not sure exactly how we're going to make it through this. I'm not sure exactly what things are going to look like when we get there to the other side of this thing. But I do know this, that we're going to make it. We're going to get there because God is good. He has a good plan for us and he can take anything, 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 including this pandemic and he can flip it around and he can use it for his glory. And I feel myself right now inching toward the text for today, but I don't want to get there yet. I got something else that I want to say before we get to the text. And that is this. Thank you. Thank you for last night. I asked you yesterday if you could, some of you stopped by uh, at the graduation recognition, the graduate recognition that we had last night at our church for our New Hope students. And uh, I watched along with you, though I am for some reason unable to comment which is just weird to me because a long time ago I became a page. Oh, I'm doing air quotes again. Sorry. I'm a page, not a person. And so I can't see a lot on Facebook. And, and so for whatever reason, I can't even see my wife's Facebook page, which is kind of weird, but um, I can see the church because it's a page too, I guess, but it makes it very difficult for me to comment, which is, I don't understand all that. But anyway, I watched it too. I watched it on YouTube as well. Uh, my wife had the Facebook going. I had the YouTube going on the TV. And I saw a lot of you uh, that I had asked yesterday who joined me yesterday morning to just show up last night and to say something encouraging to the kids who were graduating. And I got to tell you, you guys, Again, you killed it. You showed up and you said so many wonderful, encouraging things to those kids. I know, I know, I know that they appreciate it. It means a lot to them because they are um, not that this is the hardest thing they'll ever go through, but this is 
not what they were expecting. So I know that you showing up and you being so encouraging as part of their church family, their brothers and sisters, aunts and uncles in Christ, I know that that was encouraging to them. Okay, said that. Now, please let us know where you are watching from today. Um, you may not feel it, but just you being in the cyber room in this space today with us is uh, is an encouragement to other people. So you just saying good morning and tell us where you're from really is an encouragement. So please do that in the comments. And also, <clears throat> if you are if you have a prayer request, you just put it in the comments and we will pray for you today. And uh, even if you're new, you can put something in there brand new. And I know we probably got some brand new folks joining us for the first time today. Hi, everybody. My name is Tim. Glad you're with us today. Awesome to have you along. But if you're brand new, let us know where you're watching from. And even if you're brand new and you have a prayer request, let us know your prayer request. We got some good people in this church who can pray, who can pray, man. And they will pray for you. And they pray for me all the time. And that's why I feel like I'm a very blessed person is because I got good people in my church who will pray for me. And so they will pray for you too. Anyway, so this morning I got up at 540 and, um, and not on purpose. I don't set my alarm. I haven't set my alarm uh, to get up for a long time. And uh, the, the reason I wake up early sometimes like this is that uh, we don't have any curtains at the top of our bedroom window no curtains up there and so and there's the you know as the sun starts to come up the room starts to get brighter and so i i just i just wake up as the room gets brighter and i think man it, it, it's time to get up and i get up and then i go in the bathroom and i shut the door so i don't wake my wife up and i brush my teeth and I put on my sweatpants nowadays, nowadays my sweatpants and a shirt and, and, and I look at my phone and it's real early. Like if I would have known it was that early, I probably wouldn't have got up, but it, uh, it's pretty cool to be able to come in, in here. Cause as I've told you, this is where Jane and I sit each and every morning and go over our own quiet times and spend a little time with the Lord before we get into our day. But it's just so cool to be able to sit here quietly, spend time with the Lord, and like today, get treated with just a gorgeous sunrise. Coffee, sunrise, and Jesus, man, man life is good. And not a camera shot. Life is good. Um, we're doing some verses on patience and endurance and perseverance as as i've called it the last couple of days spiritual grit and the reason we're doing this is because as we all know this pandemic and the shutdown and the effects of the pandemic are a, a lot taking a lot more times going a lot longer than any of us wants it to go and it's it's hurting a lot of people more than we want it to hurt so this is why spiritual grit is important always important it's always important to have spiritual grit but especially right now because not only do we want to get through this thing but we want to get through it in a god-honoring way and so in our devotional time on monday we saw that jesus is not only our motivation but that his holy spirit living in us gives us the power he gives us the power to persevere and as i've told you Back during the Roman series that, you know, we don't have what it takes to live the Christian life. 
but with God's spirit in us, we can live exactly the lives that he has called us to live. So we need him. We need him. He's the, he's the motivation for us and he's the power for us so that we can endure. And we look at Jesus, he endured all the way, all the way until, until even he made it to heaven when he rose again. He endured so that we could have the victory. And now he has given the victory through to us and he's given his spirit and his power through the gift of the Holy Spirit. So Tuesday, Tuesday then, yesterday, we continued in the, the book of James, this letter that James wrote to the 12 tribes scattered among the nations, be scattered because of persecution. And um, we, we, he, we, we just started to get into the three examples that he gives us of spiritual grit, faith, of persevering faith. And uh, each one of these examples that he gives us shows us sort of a different characteristic of spiritual grit that God has given to every single person that he wants us to use and, and that we can use. We can use. And I believe that what's inside of these examples can help all of us today. And I'm serious, today. We can be helped if we just see what the Holy Spirit inspiring James, James wrote down, I, the, what's in here, what's in these examples can help us to live a, 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 a life of persevering faith, a life of spiritual grit. Yesterday, we talked about the farmer. We were uh, in verse seven where, where James gave this example of the farmer. He said, you know, uh, be patient, you know, brothers and sisters until the Lord's coming. You see how the farmer waits. He waits for the land to yield its valuable crops. He he waits patiently for the autumn and the spring rains. And, you know, we, we learned as we talked about the farmer that there are things that you cannot control in this life. And obviously, we really, really, really need to trust in God. And just because we can't do everything we want to do when we want to do it, it doesn't mean that we can't do anything. And so, we do what we can do while God does what only God can do. And even in those seasons when we're not able to reap a harvest, we just keep on planting the right seed because we will reap a harvest eventually. Uh, the harvest, another principle we learned, and this is all through the Bible, is that the harvest doesn't come immediately, but the harvest comes eventually. All kinds of good lessons, man, when it comes to the farmer and patience that the farmer has. And then in verse 10, this is where we'll kind of uh, launch from today. In verse 10 in chapter 5 of James, James says, uh, James says, brothers and sisters, as an example of patience in the face of suffering, take the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord. So he's giving us another example. He just got done with the, with the farmer, with mentioning the farmer. And then he says, here's another example of, of patience in the face of suffering. Take the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord. Now, patience here. The word patience is a little Bible nerd mo moment for you. Uh, the, uh, the, this was originally written in Greek. The Greek word used here is makrothumos. Makrothumos. Uh, uh, that's really two words put together. Macro, which you guys can guess what that means. It means, you know, like big or in this case, long. Um, thumos which you think of uh, thermo uh, or heat, okay? So you put these two words together, long and heat, you put them together, and it means it takes a long time for you to get hot. Makes sense, doesn't it? Macrothumos. 
It's a long time for you to get hot. And James says that's what the what the prophets had going for them. They were speaking for the Lord. And oftentimes people were not receptive to what they were speaking for the Lord. And uh, people would attack them. Uh, they would rail against them. Sometimes that opposition that people uh, started against them resulted in violence against the prophets and oftentimes even death. But here's what the prophets did not do. They did not take it personally. They didn't take it personally. And honestly, that's easier said than done, but it's important nonetheless to, to not take what happens to you personally. Just don't take it personally. Just do not, no matter what anyone does, no matter what anyone says, no matter what happens, don't take it personally. Now, if you remember from yesterday, and I just mentioned a moment ago as well, James is writing to Christ followers. You can find this in, in uh, chapter one, verse one. James is writing to followers of Jesus Christ, specifically from the 12 tribes of Israel. So Jewish folks who had become Christians, who had now been scattered because James's home base was in Jerusalem. So now these people have been scattered because of persecution. We talked about that like oh, three devotions ago, Acts chapter one, verse eight versus Acts chapter 8 verse 1. Acts chapter 8 verse 1 is where the 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 people, the the Christians were scattered, you know, from Jerusalem into Judea, Samaria, and way far away from their homes. And so he is speaking to those people who have been scattered because of persecution. And so they knew both sides of this coin. Maybe not to the extent that the prophets knew, but they knew the prophets. They knew that the, the prophets were people who suffered, man, at the hands of the brothers and sisters, their brothers and sisters who had come before because they were speaking the word of God, they were speaking the word of God, and yet they were persecuted because of it. And now you got Christ followers who have been scattered because of persecution. And they also knew this, the Jewish, Jewish folks who were now Christians also knew that the prophets, even though they were under intense persecution, just kept doing the right thing. They just kept doing the right thing. They'd get up in the morning, do the right thing all day long, go to bed at night, get some sleep, and then get up the next day and do it again. Just do the right thing. Just do the right thing. And the reason that they could do this for their entire lives, the reason that they could just keep on keeping on, the reason that they had macrothumos, that they had patience, is because they didn't take it personally. They didn't take it personally. And honestly, the only way for us to, to, to get that kind of patience and to be able to go to bed and to sleep at night and to get up in the morning and have patience again, no matter what happens to us, is to not take what people say and do personally. People are just people, man. Nobody's perfect. Somebody say amen if you believe that. Nobody's perfect. I'm not perfect. You're not perfect. None of us are perfect. And so people, you know, and some people are, don't hold this against me, but some people are really not perfect. You know what I'm talking about? And uh, so they're going to say some things. They're going to do some things that kind of offend us a little bit. And sometimes our reaction, our natural reaction 
because we do take things personally, is to take anything that anybody says or even anything that happens, like the weather, to take the weather personally. There are people who are like that. They're, they'll plan something and then it rains and they'll, they'll be like, why me? Why me? Why does this happen to me? Why does it have to rain on the day when I plan this? Of course. You know, it's like, it's like, really? You think that the weather is your enemy? You know, or we have a flat tire. We're like, okay, wow. What did I do to deserve this flat tire? What did I do to deserve this nail that was in the road? I work so hard. I say my prayers. I'm a good person. I try. I don't deserve this. You know what we're doing? When we do things like that, we run into somebody and, uh, you know, they're having a bad day or a bad year or a bad decade or they've got issues aplenty or health issues that sometimes affects people emotionally. You know how it is. And we run into them. And uh, and because we think that the world kind of revolves around us, we have like what people and I don't know if this is appropriate or not. But we have like a Karen moment, as people call it nowadays, the Karen moment. And uh, we run into somebody like that. And man, we are upset at them because they did not pay homage to us. You know, we want them to apologize to us uh, for the way they looked at us or what they said to us or the fact that they weren't courteous to us. And, and we, we take it personally. And honestly, if we live like that, like everything that everybody does, is somehow directed at us, then we're going to have a tough time. We're going to have a tough time because everything, every day, is going to upset us. Now, I, th I think that's because sometimes, you know, we do think maybe it is a little bit more about us than it truly is. And so we want everybody to work for us. And when someone is rude to us, we want them to pay the price to make up the difference and, and uh, you know, for challenging our place in the center of the universe. And they may have been rude and they may owe us an apology and they may not be a perfect person. But guess what? Again, no perfect people. But I got a question that I think we all need to ask ourselves, especially in those kinds of moments. Do I want to be right? Or do I want to be blessed? Do I, want, do I want to be right? Like I was right and I want everybody to admit that I'm right about this subject. Or do I want to be blessed? Do I want to be blessed? The next verse there in James, James chapter 5. Let me read verse 10 again as well, though. Um, brothers and sisters, brothers and sisters. As an example of patience in the face of suffering, take the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord. Uh, verse 11, as you know, we count bless those who have persevered. As you know, we count bless those who have persevered. Um, those who persevere get a blessing. So no matter what happens to us, and things will happen to us every single day, no matter what happens to us, don't just don't take it personally. You're going to take some hits. Everybody takes hits. Every day we all take hits of some kind. But just don't take it personally. And you got to understand that when, when uh, James wrote this to the Jewish folks, 
who were scattered because of persecution, they got this example because they could look back and their own memories, because a lot of them, you know, were very well versed in the Old Testament. They know that, uh, for instance, Amos was martyred. They know Ezekiel was martyred. They know uh, Jeremiah was stoned to death. They know that uh, Micah was killed by the king. They know that Isaiah was sawn in two. They sawed the guy in two. And so I'm just thinking, I'm thinking, because he gave the example, James did, he's the one that brought it up. He said, you know, think about these guys. They didn't take it personally. Even to the point of death, they didn't take it personally. So I'm just thinking, I'm gonna think out loud here. Maybe somebody getting upset at us. Maybe things not going our way today. Maybe us feeling a little frustrated by the current circumstance in the world in which we live. Maybe that's not as bad as getting sawn in two. You know what I'm saying? So if the if the prophets can can persevere even to the point of bodily injury and death, I think we can keep on going and not take it personally when somebody is inconsiderate or antagonistic or when our day doesn't go as planned. And uh, again, James writing the people undergoing persecution, he says, don't give up, don't give up. Remember the prophets, persevere, get blessed. Persevere no matter what and get blessed. Now, Jesus used the prophets in an illustration that he gave as well. He's doing the Sermon on the Mount. This is over in Matthew chapter five, if you're following along. Matthew chapter five, gonna read verses, 10 through 12, Matthew chapter five, verse 10 through 12. It says, blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad because great is your reward in heaven. Listen to this, from the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. So it's our, natural tendency when we get hurt to get even or to want to get even. We want to retaliate. We want to take revenge. We want to take matters into our own hands. When we get criticized, we want to criticize back. When we get insulted, we want to insult back. When somebody says something about us that isn't true, we want to set the record straight. Uh, we, we, we're in that constant posture. But just because our gut reaction is there, and we want to do it, it doesn't make it right to do it. In fact, oftentimes our gut reaction is not the right reaction. It's not the reaction God wants us to have. In fact, in this case, it's the opposite of what God wants us to have. God wants us to have patience. And, and here in Matthew chapter five, and, and this is Jesus in Matthew five, and then over in James chapter five, and that's Jesus's stepbrother. Um, both are telling us, if you rise above it, if you rise above it, Here's what's going to happen. You get a reward. You get a reward if, if you rise above. So I guess another question for us today is, is retaliation worth losing your reward? I don't think so. Uh, you want to have everybody admit that you're awesome and that you're right? Or do you want to get blessed by God? As for me, I'm going to take the blessing.
I'm going to take the blessing. I'm going to take the blessing. How about you? And here's how we get it. If you want the blessing, patience, patience. Trusting in God is, uh, is, is something that we do no matter what gets thrown at us, no matter what anyone says at us, no matter what anyone does to us, no matter what happens in a pandemic, we just trust in him. He gives us the patience. We don't take what happens to us personally. We just keep trusting in him. We make it through whatever it is, and then we get the blessing on the other side. But we got to trust him. Now, obviously, the best example of this is, um, is Jesus. Jesus. And I, I can't help but think about, you know, when he's on the cross and the Bible says he's up there on the cross. He looks down at the guys who just put the, the nails in his hands and his feet. And he looks down at those guys and he prays his prayer. Father, forgive them because they don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they're doing. I think that's probably a pretty good word for us in this subject right here. When we encounter somebody and we feel attacked, is to look beyond the attack, to not take it personally, but instead to look at that person and to care for their soul. I mean, that's tough. That is tough. But to care for their soul and to pray for them. It's tough. But with God's spirit in us, it is possible. Amen. Okay, so what we're going to do is tomorrow we're going to look at another example of perseverance from the book of James. Uh, it's going to be at our 8 a.m. devotional in the morning here at the kitchen table. Again, if you have not done so, I would encourage you to please let us know where you're watching from in the comments. Also, let us know if you have a prayer request for us today and you need to do that. I think they're going to run the music. Uh, in the little slide there uh, for the next five minutes or so. <clears throat> so you have about five minutes. If you want to chit chat, if you want to encourage somebody, if you need some prayer or if you want to pray for someone, you got about five minutes once I get done here. Okay. So let me pray for you all before we go. Uh, God, I pray that you would just help us not to take this pandemic, the effects of this pandemic, uh, perhaps the elevated emotions of people during this pandemic to not take any of that stuff personally, Lord. And God, I pray that very soon people everywhere will be virus free. I pray that there will be a vaccine so that we can skip this thing next year. I pray soon, God, to get back to work without hindrance. I pray that soon, Lord, churches everywhere, please, Lord, can open back up their buildings and uh, can see people come to Christ, Lord, and see the, the power of worship together in, in, a, in, a, in a building and that that place can be shaken by the, by the worship that goes on there, Lord. Looking forward to it. In the meantime, give me patience, Lord, and give every one of us the holy grit that we need to make it through this in the way that you want us to make it through this. I pray this, Lord. In the powerful name of your son, Jesus, and all the people said, amen. All right, guys, I'll see you tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. Uh, for our devotional, Lord willing, here at the kitchen table with my beautiful wife. Hopefully not just outside of the camera shot, but we'll see. We'll see. Pray about that, all right? Uh, God bless you. Love you so much. Hope you have a great day.